Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Starting today with reading 2 Samuel chapter 24. Once again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Go and count the people of Israel and Judah, the Lord told him. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of the army, Take a census of all the tribes of Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, so that I may know how many people there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God let you live to see a hundred times as many people as there are now. But why, my lord the king, do you want to do this? But the king insisted that they take the census. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out to count the people of Israel. First they crossed the Jordan and camped at Aor, south of the town in the valley in the direction of Gad. Then they went to Jazer, then to Gilead, in the land of Tautam, Hodeshai, and to Danjan, and around Sidon. Then they came to the fortress of Tyre, and all the towns of the Hivites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went south to Judah as far as Beersheba. Having gone through the entire land, For nine months and twenty days they returned to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of the people to the king. There were 800,000 capable warriors in Israel who could handle a sword, and 500,000 in Judah. But after he had taken the census, David's conscience began to bother him. And he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly by taking this census. Please forgive my guilt, Lord, for doing this foolish thing. The next morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, who was David's seer. This was the message. Go and say to David, this is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one of these punishments and I will inflict it on you. So Gad came to David and asked him, Will you choose three years of famine throughout your land, three months of fleeing from your enemies, or three days of severe plague throughout your land? Think this over and decide what answer I should give the Lord who sent me. I'm in a desperate situation, David replied to Gad. But let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. Do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel that morning, and it lasted for three days. A total of 70,000 people died throughout the nation, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south. But as the angel was preparing to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented and said to the death angel, Stop, that is enough. At that moment, the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Aronai, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and done wrong, but these people are as innocent as sheep. What have they done? Let your anger fall against me and my family. 
That day Gad came to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aronai, the Jebusite. So David went up to do what the Lord had commanded him. When Aronai saw the king and his men coming toward him, he came and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Why have you come, my lord the king? Aronai asked. David replied, I have come to buy your threshing floor and to build an altar to the Lord there so that he will stop the plague. Take it, my lord the king, and use it as you wish, Aronai said to David. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and you can use the threshing boards and the ox yokes for wood to build a fire on the altar. I will give it all to you, your majesty, and may the Lord your God accept your sacrifice. But the king replied to Aaroni, No, I insist on buying it. For I will not present burnt offerings to the Lord my God that have cost me nothing. So David paid him fifty pieces of silver for the threshing floor and the oxen. David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the Lord answered his prayer for the land, and the plague on Israel was stopped. The parallel passage is found in 1 Chronicles chapters 21 and 22. Satan rose up against Israel and caused David to take a census of the people of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the army, Take a census of all the people of Israel, from Beersheba in the south to Dan in the north, and bring me a report so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied, May the Lord increase the number of his people a hundred times over. But why, my lord the king, do you want to do this? Are they not all your servants? Why must you cause Israel to sin? But the king insisted to take the census, so Joab traveled throughout all Israel to count the people. Then he returned to Jerusalem and reported the number to David. There were one million one hundred warriors in all Israel who could handle a sword, and four hundred and seventy thousand in Judah. But Joab did not include the tribes of Levi and Benjamin in the census because he was so distressed at what the king had made him do. God was very displeased with the census, and he punished Israel for it. Then David said to God, I have sinned greatly by taking the census. Please forgive my guilt for doing such a foolish thing. Then the Lord spoke to Gad, David's seer. This was the message. Go and say to David, this is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one of these punishments and I will inflict it on you. So Gad came to David and said, These are the choices the Lord has given you. You may choose three years of famine, three months of destruction by the sword of your enemies, or three days of severe plague as the angel of the Lord brings devastation throughout the land of Israel. Decide what answer I should give the Lord who sent me. 
I'm in a desperate situation, David replied to Gad. But let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. Do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel, and 70,000 people died as a result. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. But just as the angel was preparing to destroy it, the Lord relented and said to the death angel, Stop, that is enough. At that moment, the angel of the Lord was standing by the threshing floor of Aronai, the Jebusite. David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and earth with his sword drawn, reaching out over Jerusalem. So David and the leaders of Israel put on burlap to show their deep distress and fell face down on the ground. And David said to God, I am the one who called for the census. I am the one who sinned and done, who has sinned and done wrong. But these people are as innocent as sheep. What have they done? O Lord my God, let your anger fall against me and my family, but do do not destroy your people. Then the angel of the Lord told Gad to instruct David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aronai the Jebusite. So David went up to do what the Lord had commanded him through Gad. Aaronai, who was busy threshing wheat at the time, turned and saw the angel there. His four sons, who were with him, ran away and hid. When Aaronai saw David approaching, he left his threshing floor and bowed before David with his face to the ground. David said to Aaronai, Let me buy this threshing floor from you at its full price. Then I will build an altar to the Lord there, so that he will stop the plague. Take it, my lord the king, and use it as you wish, Aaronai said to David. I will give the oxen for the burnt offerings and the threshing boards for wood to build a fire on the altar, and the wheat for a grain offering. I will give it all to you. But David replied to Aaronai, No, I insist on buying it for the full price. I will not take what is yours and give it to the Lord. I will not present burnt offerings that have cost me nothing. So David gave Aaronai 600 pieces of gold in payment for the threshing floor. David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. And when David prayed, the Lord answered him by sending fire from heaven to burn up the offering on the altar. Then the Lord spoke to the angel who put the sword back into its sheath. When David saw that the Lord had answered his prayer, he offered sacrifices there at Aaronai's threshing floor. And at the time, the tabernacle of the Lord and the altar of burnt offering that Moses had made in the wilderness were located at the place of worship in Gibeon. But David was not able to go there to inquire of God because he was terrified by the drawn sword of the angel of the Lord. Then David said, This will be the location for the temple of the Lord God the place of the altar for Israel's burnt offerings. 
So David gave orders to call together the foreigners living in Israel, and he assigned them to the task of preparing finishing stone for building the temple of God. David provided large amounts of iron for the nails that would be needed for the doors and the gates and for the clamps, and he gave more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided innumerable cedar logs for the men of Tyre and Sidon, had brought vast amounts of cedar to David. David said, My son Solomon is still young and inexperienced. And since the temple to be built for the Lord must be a magnificent structure, famous and glorious throughout the world, I will begin making preparations for it now. So David collected vast amounts of building materials before his death. Then David sent for his son Solomon instructed and instructed him to build a temple for the Lord, the God of Israel. My son, I wanted to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord my God, David told him. But the Lord said to me, You have killed many men in the battles you have fought. And since you have shed so much blood in my sight... You will not be the one to build a temple to honor my name. But you will have a son who will be a man of peace. I will give him peace with his enemies and all the surrounding lands. His name will be Solomon. And I will give peace and quiet to Israel during his reign. He is the one who will build a temple to honor my name. He will be my son, and I will be his father, and I will secure the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, may the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. And may the Lord give you wisdom and understanding, that you may obey the law of the Lord your God as you rule over Israel. For you will be successful if you carefully obey the decrees and regulations that the Lord gave to to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or lose heart. I have worked hard to provide materials for building the temple of the Lord, nearly 4,000 tons of gold, 40,000 tons of silver, and so much iron and bronze that it cannot be weighed. I have also gathered timber and stone for the walls, though you may need to add more. You have a large number of skilled stonemasons, and carpenters and craftsmen of every kind. You have expert goldsmiths and silversmiths and workers of bronze and iron. Now begin the work, and may the Lord be with you. Then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to assist Solomon in this project. The Lord, your God, is with you, he declared. He has given you peace with the surrounding nations. He has handed them over to me, and they are now subject to the Lord and his people. Now seek the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Build the sanctuary of the Lord God so that you can bring the ark of the Lord's covenant and the holy vessels of God into the temple built to honor the Lord's name. 
We'll also be reading Psalm 30. A Psalm of David, a song of dedication of the temple. I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. When I was prosperous, I said, Nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, What will I gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy, that I may might sing praises to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. In today's text, we read about the census that David commanded. And we might ask, what's the big deal? We, in this country, have a census every 10 years. Moses took a census. So why is this wicked? There's several different interpretations, but the prominent one is that It was David's desire that was the problem. Many believe that David is counting his military forces because he was relying on his military strength rather than the strength of the Lord. So often in Scripture we see that God brought victory in spite of the weakness of the people. If David is showing how powerful he has become, then that is a problem of the heart. And God corrects him. Proverbs 3 and Hebrews 12 both state that God disciplines those he loves. God was not going to allow David to grow arrogant in his own strength. The discipline was great. But David repented, realizing what he did was evil in the sight of God. We may not call on a census, but too often we rely on our own strength rather than the strength of the Lord. And therefore, we need to be very careful that we will not need the discipline of the Lord. Perhaps the Lord will send discipline our way when we rely on ourselves. So today, we can be thankful that God loves us so much. He doesn't just allow us to do whatever we want. But even greater than that, we're thankful 
that we can rely on the Lord's strength rather than our own. May we be quick to realize that God is the one that has all strength. We are weak. In our weakness, He is strong. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.